Hi everybody, it's Leslyn Keith here again with another research update flash briefing. I'm the Director of Research and President of the Board for the Lipedema Project. I like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. Today I'd like to tell you about a study by researchers in Poland. The paper is called Lipedema as a Social Problem, a Scoping Review. It was published in the peer-reviewed journal, International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, and it was published in November 2021. The aim of this review was to present the current knowledge about lipedema in a social context. The researchers asked the following questions. Is lipedema related to lifestyle? Does the presence of lipedema increase the risk of other diseases? To what extent does lipedema affect quality of life? Does mental state increase the symptoms of lipedema? Here are the methods that were used by the researchers to answer these questions. A search of medical literature databases between the years 2018 and 2021 was conducted. Key words for the search included lipedema, and this was spelled both with an O and without an O quality of life, chronic disease, obesity, pain, body composition, and disease of the cardiovascular system. Out of the 119 articles found, 10 articles dealing with the issue of lipedema in a social context were selected. First, I'd like to say that's pretty remarkable that in just three years, 119 articles were published about lipedema. So that shows how much more often this topic is being discussed, which is really good. So here's the criteria for how they decided which articles to select. One, it must be a study using women with a diagnosis of lipedema. Secondly, it had to be a quantitative clinical study, a case report, a clinical observation, or qualitative studies. These were all considered. Papers about lipedema that included data on the social context and with reference to quality of life, comorbidities, and a connection with body weight and or mental state were also considered. And only publications in English were considered. So here's the key results of this review. First, there is a relationship between lipedema and body weight. In the four studies reviewed that had BMI data, all found that the greatest portion of participants were classified as obese by their BMI. The percentage of participants in this category ranged from 50% to almost 87%. The results of one case study of a woman with normal body weight was presented as representative of the least frequent relationship between weight and lipedema. The patient in this study had used severe calorie restriction and intense exercise in an effort to lose body fat on her lower body. She was completely unsuccessful and consequently developed anorexia. So then she became, her BMI was actually too low. She was underweight. She started out as a normal weight. Another conclusion that came up with this review was that common comorbidities associated with lipedema. So they found several commonalities. So four papers collected data on comorbidities by asking the participants what other conditions they had. The most common other diagnoses that women with lipedema list include allergies, 
obesity, sleep disorders, hypothyroidism, depression, hypertension, and migraine. Less frequent diagnoses mentioned included asthma, skin disorders, bowel disorders, rheumatic diseases, dyslipidemia, diabetes, polycystic ovary syndrome, lymphedema, venous insufficiency, and fibromyalgia. Interestingly, 25% of the women in these four studies reported that they had no other comorbidities. Next conclusion that they came up with in this review was lipedema is associated with a lower quality of life. Three papers reviewed used a survey to assess the quality of life of women with lipedema. The studies showed a marked relationship between the severity of symptoms, pain, and mobility restrictions, and to have the most negative impact on quality of life. Other significant impacts on quality of life included having the larger number of comorbidities, depression, low self-esteem, and the lack of understanding my medical providers. The next conclusion that they had was that psychological stress may increase pain perception. This conclusion was based on a single pilot study conducted by Erbacher and Birch published in 2020. In this paper by Erbacher and Birch, they defined uh, psychological stress as either having a mental illness diagnosis or having symptoms that suggest a mental illness. They also examined the severity of lipedema symptoms and the level of pain. Mental illness diagnoses occurred in 51% of the participants and were more common in those with a higher BMI. A comparison of the occurrence of psychological stress and severity of pain showed that those with psychological stress rated their pain less than one point higher on a scale of one to 10 than those who did not have psychological stress. So typical pain scale is zero to 10, no pain, 10 being the most severe. And in this study, it was 6.94 if they had psychological stress and their pain was rated at 6.32 if they did not have psychological stress. In my opinion, this is not a very significant result, and it's a very weak association with psychological stress and the perception of pain. Overall, this paper, examining the social context of lipedema, exemplified the need for me for more research about the social impact of lipedema on women with this diagnosis. Although the data presented in this paper is limited, it gives us a place to start and it tells us where we need to go. At the Lipedema Project, we hope to contribute to the body of knowledge in this area ourselves. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another research update flash briefing.